this is um, Imelda. I'm a very grateful uh, compulsive overeater. And so I was just sharing about how, um, you know, the reading was on service. And when I've been in my disease, practicing my disease in the past, um, I really did sabotage myself from things that I never got to know what my capacity was just out of fear or um, out of, you know, always worried about what people may think of me or how I may look to people or if I'm going to be accepting or if I'm good enough. And, um, and so many other character defects that, that would come up. Um, you know, but I got asked today to uh, speak, and this is my very first uh, Zoom meeting that I'm doing actually speaking. Um, so it's interesting. It's good to go through this experience and not know what, what to expect. A great opportunity to practice surrender, to take that leap of faith, um, to, to let go and let God, and to know that no matter what, my higher power is working on my behalf and that he's present. Um, you know, I recently took on a service position for a over the phone meeting. That's another position that um, I've never um, done before, actually, since I've been around the rooms. Um, and that was uh, being a moderator for a phone meeting. And I went through it on Thursday and that was another good experience. Um, going through it, for a moment, I really felt that I was, I, I, I couldn't do it. I almost felt like, like tearing a little and texting um, somebody that I can go through with it. I went through with it because I felt my higher power poking me on the side. Then now's the time to practice trust and faith. And I went through with it. Were there glitches? Yes, there were. And I had to be okay with that, you know, um, that no matter what, my higher power was in control. He's in control of that meeting. He's watching over the meeting. You know, he's watching me. He's, he can hear me. And, um, and that's what he does, you know. And um, today I'm returning. You know, I have today 117 days um, abstinence. And it's good to be back home. You know, I really, um, I really thought I wasn't going to make it this time. Um, at one time, uh, 10 years ago, uh, before coming to program, my top weight was 436. When I came into the rooms, I was at 366 for the very first time. And um, I worked program and I worked it to my best of my ability and I worked it in different shapes and forms. Um, I can see now that I was always trying to find an easier way, a softer way, and to have my input. I wanted my input in, in the solution. You know, I always wanted to be a part of, I wanted to have my say, and I wanted to hear what the sponsor, um, what I wanted to hear from the sponsor. So I was denying, um, I was in denial of the truth is what it was. And, um, but somehow I got through it. You know, I worked my program and um, it was a journey and I worked on all three levels. Of course, my strongest one was the physical. I got to maintenance weight 
and at one time a few years ago and um and I began to do a little bit of um you know sculpting my body a little bit because um of so much excessive weight you know skin and um then that was a different world to me you know um I began to resent the world because now everybody wanted to know who I was everybody wanted like a piece of me um men and women. Um, it was just a very scary world to me. And um, so I went through that. And then things began happening in my life. You know, when I got to maintenance weight, I felt the freedom to really now experience life and to participate. And I just wanted to be me. I really didn't want that much attention. I didn't want to draw that much attention. I didn't feel I needed it. But I got very scared of how the world respond to me. And um, then things started happening in my life and they were happening back to back. Um, things that I had no control of. And looking back, I can see now that that is when I know just how strong of a program I am working is when my faith is put to a test. It's not when I've had a hard day. It's not because, oh, somebody made me angry today. No, it's when things are happening back to back in your life and your faith is now put to a test. And, you know, and keeping that focus on your higher power and remaining abstinent. You know, today I practice abstinence because it's all about my higher power. You know, it's all about having that connection with him today. today. I don't practice abstinence to lose weight. I stay abstinent to keep my mind clear and to stay close to him, you know. And um, I know that, too, you know, by living the spiritual principles, the weight will come off as a side effect, you know. But my main focus, my purpose is to get close to him. So it's very important for me to stay abstinent. What do I abstain from? I abstain from white flour and sugar. I cannot put those, those things in my bloodstream because I'll be like Bill W. I'll take off to crazy town. It's happened to me numerous times. Part of my story are relapses. And I'm returning from a very hard relapse. I took a very hard hit. You know, I, um, <clears throat> for maintenance weight, I had put back on over 150 pounds. Now, if the disease did not kill me at 436 pounds at the rate I was going, I really did believe it was going to kill me this time. And this time, I went to a very dark place that I had not experienced before. My world became very dark where my disease was like pushing me, driving me to, to, to like suicide because my disease was telling me that I had no purpose in life anymore. That's how far down it took me. And that's a very scary place to be. And, um, you know, 
my health was now starting to to be affected affected and mind you i'm at that age now where you know i'm 53 going on 54 so you know i'm at that age where i'm up against things happening <clears throat> so my health is very important when i was going to see doctors you know uh what happened was now my blood pressure you know had gone up i had to be put back on blood pressure medicine um, they checked my glucose a few months ago. Now the, that glucose, that number is where um, it's a little bit high. I'm not diabetic, but um, I will do some labs back again next month. And I'm very hopeful that I'm, I won't be in that range, not pre-diabetic, um, because I have been taking care of myself since I returned this time. So when I was going to see doctors, that was my God calling that you know what, and I remember one of the times when I was at a doctor's office, I remember saying to myself, my God, what have I done? And um, depression was another one. The endocrinologist was so determined that, you know, all I had to do was just take this pill and that would fix it. She had told me also that to, to fix my body and this and that, all I had to take was, what's it called, a, a Zemtric or whatever and that it would fix it, that I immediately lose weight. I'm so grateful today that I, 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 that wasn't my choice because Grant, even though I was not back yet in, in recovery, there was something that was God's calling telling me, don't take it. Your solution is to work the steps. I am the solution, God. And so today I have, um, a higher power. I can see him. I can hear his callings today. Um, I have a sponsor. And I work program to the best of my ability. Service. Service is key. If there's one tool that I pick up a lot is service in and out of the rooms, you know, take on service positions to help my fellow um, um, members, you know. Um, there's another tool that I don't think I've ever used this much since I've been around program is outreach. I'm available to people today. When I am in my disease, I check out. I'm not available. You can, it, to me, it's one or the other. Either you're working on, on recovery or you're working relapse. And um, so when I check out, when you don't hear from me, you probably likely know where I'm at or what I'm doing, but not today. Today I choose recovery and I know that um, I have a very high respect for my disease and I work it today to the best of my ability. And I could only stay, I cannot stay abstinent if I don't have God in my life. I need to have him in my life. You know, I need to be able to see him and how to connect with him. You know, um, prayers um, is another one. Going back to um, outreach. Outreach for me is I do my best to connect with somebody over the phone. I actually pick up the phone and initiate the call. Um, it's helped me in so many ways. Um, it's been very effective for my recovery because I um, get out of myself. I get an attitude adjustment. I want to know how the other person's doing. Sometimes my call comes in right at the you know, right time for them. 
you know, it's not all about me. Um, <clears throat> I romance less about food. We talk about recovery. They remind me about my higher power and et cetera. Um, that's why it's important for me to, to actually make the attempt and connect with somebody throughout my day. And that connection I have with my higher power throughout the day as well. You know, I'm working the steps throughout the day, whether I'm on the road or wherever I'm at, you know, prayer and meditation, prayer is, I could be doing that in the shower, um, you know, um, on, on a walk. Meditation is for myself anyways, is more where I sit. I have to sit, I have to be still. Um, I try to practice that because uh, for me, that takes practice is being still. So um, I'm getting better at that. When I wake up in the mornings, I come to the living room and I tell Alexa, play meditation music and the music will begin and I'll sit. And I'll just sit there, you know. Um, today, how I'm working the steps, um, my gosh. When I came back, I turned myself in. My higher power came to rescue me. I really believe it was him. I came to the rooms. What did I have to do was surrender. I had to turn myself in because my way definitely did not work. Like somebody said in fellowship one time, my answers are not out rooms. And <clears throat> they definitely were not. So I turned myself in. I called on somebody that I've worked with before in the past. And um, he said, you're going to start reading in the big book. You're going to read and write. You're going to do, you're going to pray. You're going to abstain from uh, flour and sugar. You're going to do outreach calls. You're going to do a minimum of three meetings a week. And you're going to check in daily. And that's what I've been doing. Okay. He's reminded me in the past, not this time coming around, because like I said, I've surrendered. So in the past, you used to tell me, Melda, you can't be part of the solution. You need, you need to stay out of the solution because you're the problem. Oh, my gosh. She used to make me so mad when he tell me that. Today, I'm just, I just know that I can't be part of the problem. I mean, yeah, I can't be part of the solution. Excuse me. So, um, you know, a lot of people say, my God, and I've heard it. I've seen it in the readings. But how can I do this? You know, how can you? How do you do it just one day at a time? If those thoughts come to visit me, you know, about, oh, my gosh, you know, rather than having this, you know, wouldn't it be nice if rather, you know what? My way of centering myself right away is I stop and think, you know how many people would be grateful to have the dish that I'm having today? You know, how many people in other countries are suffering that, my gosh, that to come out and sit at a restaurant and have this dish, have three items on my dish, how grateful they would be. When I, well, before I eat, I pray. I turn my food over and I ask my, and I give it to my higher power. I do anything throughout my day to get closer to my higher power. You know, prayer for me before um, eating is, is very important. Um, so I pray, sometimes I even text to somebody and I will say, Hey, you know, I'm going to, um, I'm going to, um, have my absent in lunch. I'm going to have my, um, absent in dinner. You know, I just want to turn it over to somebody just 
because I feel to do that at times. You know, meetings, meetings are really important. I do like two to three meetings a day now, not a week. Now I'm doing them a day. That's okay. You know, um, sometimes I do them on the road. Sometimes I do my outreach on the road. And, um, you know, it, you know, um, like I say, also journaling, you know, when it comes to nighttime, I do my journaling. You know, I had this recent ex, um, experience situation on Friday where um, I was supposed to meet somebody, a meeting. Okay. Thank you. Okay, thanks. Um, from fellowship. And uh, we had agreed that we would uh, meet. Well, she canceled on me. She told me why um, and blah, blah, blah. Well, you know what? I went into, um, before I got into self-pity mode, I immediately called my sponsor. I shared with him. He gave me back his input. And when I got off the phone with him, I got a service position immediately. Um, I also um, did some journaling. One of them was, was a gratitude, a gratitude list. What came to my surprise was that she was in the gratitude list. How that happened, I don't know. Next thing you know, there was a list of things why I was grateful for her, having her on my journey. And so um, I really believe that was just my higher power. And, um, and I just continue moving forward. I'm doing it one day at a time because that's how my higher power um, moves. And I believe that he's giving me the grace today to um, just do it one day at a time. And to be in the present moment and to be where I'm at at this very moment is in a good place, safe place, and that I'm okay. And um, doesn't matter how long it will take me to, to, um, okay, to, and I will uh, just keep doing it one day at a time. So that's my time. That's my story. I appreciate it. Thank you. I'll pass.